listening to Up the Union podcast. I'm Dan Hames and I'm speaking with Mark Sterling. Mark, as we've talked about power, it's become obvious there's a certain danger that comes with having power. Um, And there'll be lots of people listening who are leaders of some kind, perhaps pastors or home group leaders, Bible study leaders. And some of us might be thinking, we hear a lot about money, sex and power, dangerous, addictive things. Is it better for us just to avoid power, certainly not to pursue it? Is that the right attitude towards power? How do you think we ought to approach this as we think about being leaders? And I think this is a brilliant question because the the reflexive and simplistic response once you realise the potential for abuse of power, and particularly if you've been on the receiving end of any abuses of power, and, and I guess there'll be many people who listen to this for whom that is that's the case, um, they can think about the ways that their leaders in the past or even in the present have misused their power and authority. The temptation is basically to, to say, well, I don't want anything to do with that, thank you. Um, I, I would like to avoid that at all costs. Now, the problem with that, and it is a problem with that, is that it simply doesn't work. Um, if you have been gifted as a leader, if you've been put in a position of leadership, then you have power and authority, whether you like it or not. Uh, And that power and authority is going to be acting whether you're conscious of it, self-aware, in other words, or not. My own experience, and it's it's actually rather uh, bitter experience really, is in my own case of trying so hard to avoid misuse of power and authority that at times... I have simply tried to pretend it's not there. In fact, I I would have done that through much of my 20s. And it took me a long time to realize that that that, that really doesn't work, that um, I'm still whoever God's made me to be, whether I am trying to be or trying not to be. And the problem with trying not to be or trying to pretend it's not there or trying to take a, a back seat, the abdication of authority, if you like, is that it's then acting in a in a way that's not governed by self-awareness and therefore not governed by self-control. And that's the real danger of it. So in my case, and I think I've seen this in others too, you can see power and authority being, being exercised even though the person doesn't realize that that's what they're doing. So trying to avoid it doesn't work and actually may make things more dangerous because you may be having an effect on people without realizing it and without being aware of what the issues are. Much, much better is to think about it in terms of stewardship, uh, the concept of stewardship. Um, And that is to say that whatever we are and whatever God has made us and whatever position he's put us in is given to us for a purpose. It's to be stewarded, looked after, and then discharged for his purposes. So that means that if we're given power, if we're given positions of authority, then what we have to do is to bring that back to God, to surrender it to him completely, and always to be asking the question, Lord, how would you have this be used? And that involves clearly the need for growth and self-awareness. That's a that's another huge, huge, huge topic, which uh, I think would merit a whole series of podcasts, I imagine. But one of the things this means, uh, at at very minimum, would be that those who are in any position of power, any position of authority within the church, must not be so on their own. There must not be lone leaders. 
because it's lone leaders without the checks and balances of accountability and an external perspective speaking into their lives. Those are the ones who are the most dangerous. Um, power and authority needs to be stewarded well. And because power can corrupt and deceive us so easily, uh, it needs to be stewarded in the company of others. We need plural leadership within the body of Christ. The verse I always go to on this one is Hebrews 3.13, which talks about uh, encouraging one another, another as long as it's called today, so that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. And it's a very clear picture of, if you like, watching each other's backs, knowing that if I don't have someone watching my back and uh, looking out for things in my life, then I will be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. So it seems very clear to me that there's a biblical principle that we need others to be speaking into our lives. So practically, for those in leadership, they have to not just not just permit people to speak critically into their lives, but to actively solicit that, to actively say to people, I need you to feed back to me. I need you to tell me how I'm doing. I need you to tell me if I'm getting it wrong or if I'm trampling over people or if I'm speaking too much or if I've said the wrong thing. You must tell me because otherwise I won't see it and I'll be hardened and I'll be deceived. So that's a, a sort of long answer to the short question. Stewardship is the absolute key to all of this. And uh, stewardship purely as individuals is uh, a recipe for disaster. We need each other in the body of Christ if power and authority is not to be abused. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Mark. Perhaps you're a pastor or leader and listening to this, you have thought, actually, I haven't used my power and authority well. If that's you, make sure you tune in for the next episode. We're going to talk very practically about what you can do to remedy that. 